2: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch.
1: Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs>
2: Blood and Sacrifice Written by Matt Butcher Narrated by June Owatari Witchcraft is wildly misunderstood nowadays It's all angsty teenagers lighting candles in graveyards and reciting incantations they found on the internet. They try to change their eye color or curse the local popular kids at school that bully them. The adventurous ones might try to sacrifice a stray cat or something, but it's just a hollow gesture without the proper practice. Nothing but an act of teenage rebellion performed to frighten their old-fashioned or religious parents. The old methods, the true ones, are all but lost. This, I think, is for the best. In the times of old, safe practice of the ancient magical arts was limited only to the most learned of society. Illiteracy kept the uneducated masses from messing with forces they could not comprehend the scalar consequence of. Nowadays, anyone with an internet connection could access the spells and incantations. Were they more widely publicized and not lost in the depths of their newer understandings and outright false practices? Some of these fake rituals are rumored to have been released to deliberately defame and disguise the old arts by those on the inside. The mystery schools of old were rumored to have taken steps to remain hidden upon realizing the need to do so. The mysteries they taught were not for everyone. There was only so much magic in the world, and it was only enough for a select responsible few. Me? I'm one of these few, but I'll elaborate on that shortly. Forgive my rambles, but please indulge me. I would prefer it if you understood something of what I am about and what I'm trying to achieve. I heard recently of some wannabe Satanists that abducted a kid from a mall. (laughs) They lured him with promises of candy or whatever and drove him to a barn in the middle of nowhere. Here, they had lit some black candles, painted some pentagrams, a wildly misunderstood symbol, and proceeded to abuse and torture this poor kid to death. Worst thing of all, from my perspective anyway, was the pointlessness of the act. The potential of such an energy release was there, but instead... Carried out by the uninitiated, this was all wasted. I can't help but wonder if the whole thing was rooted more in sadism and cruelty than any actual ritual practice, but given the suicide pact the duo carried out before the cops arrived, I guess we'll never truly know. (laughs) What do I think magic is? I'm glad you asked. In its truest form, magic is a series of backdoors to the natural laws of physics. It's like cheat codes in a computer game: up, down, left, right, circle, square, triangle, and you can hijack probability or transmute a turd into finely matured cheese. Magic can be helpful, fun, even, but can also be incredibly disruptive in the wrong hands. It's the helping hand the creator gave to encourage a chosen few to balance out the inequalities of the world. A way of balancing her equations and maintaining equilibrium. It's all about balance, you see. Though never seems it, all things have to be fair. This often translates to one person's misfortune balancing out another's prosperity, which to uninitiated minds may seem unfair, but the balance is still most certainly there. A long time ago, there was a great and terrible balancing event. There had formed a group of magical practitioners who had banded together with the intention of saving the ever-darkening world from itself. They were a clandestine collection of men and women that lived in colonial America. The country was still young and filled with naive positivity in its youth, from which this group were not exempt. They were isolated from the rest of the practicing community and... Without senior guidance to warn them otherwise, they believed they could help sever the ever-reaching tentacles of the Vatican. Its influence had spread from Rome like a plague for a long, long time, taking both England and now America further away from the true order of things, away from the spirits of magic and rituals that truly ruled the natural world. Over the process of a few months, they performed a carefully planned series of rites and rituals until the course of local history began to steer in an altogether more positive direction. Harvests improved, peace reigned, and an older, less pious way of life began to return. Their plan was working. Sadly, without guidance, they weren't to know the consequences of unbalancing her equations. The great fortune they were bestowing on the villages around them had to come at a cost, one that they would have to pay. The changes in these villages had not gone unnoticed by the emissaries of the Roman Catholic Church, and soon these hopeful practitioners found themselves, and all suspected practitioners in the area, swinging from a tree by their necks. Their misfortune had to pay for the fortune they had gifted to others. It was a shitty deal, but it's a valuable lesson that the rest of us are grateful to have. Nowadays, we're far less generous with our practices. To keep things under control, each witch will only cast their spells on their immediate surroundings. We keep our practice for us. And ours. Bigger rituals with wider scope are all run through local magic councils, who in turn pass it for consideration to a global governing body we're a lot more careful not to upset the balance. Lesson learned. (laughs) I know, I know, it's selfish. We have the power to change the world in the course of its history, but we abstain. We're messing with forces bigger than us though, you understand? We have to be selfish. Otherwise, we run the risk of throwing the balance so far off that we'd all have to give our lives as forfeit. A world without our guiding hand would just be chaos. Trust me on that. Right. I'm almost ready to begin. Are you? God? And pray tell, which God are you pleading to? Jehovah, Allah, Vishnu? They aren't listening, I'm afraid. The only God, the one truly worthy of worship, is the All-Mother, the Creator. Sure, there are spirits in all things that heed to her bidding, but she's the one you should be bleeding to. (laughs) Bleeding. (laughs) Like a lamb to the slaughter. Fitting, I suppose. This isn't why we are here today, though. You are not going to die. Human sacrifice is forbidden by the High Council. It generates far too much attention to our cause and dangerously affects the balance, believe me. Such a shame. The power it generates from such an energy release could move mountains, quite literally. As I've read in historical tomes, anyway. No, today we're here to do something else. There, it's finished. In a second, I am going to remove this gag and you won't make a sound. While well, human sacrifice is forbidden, killing to protect our secrets isn't. Understood? Good. Now drink. Don't worry, it's not poison. You're not dying today, remember? Thank you for cooperating. It'll take effect in a second, but don't fight it. It won't hurt you. It should have taken hold by now. You are no longer able to speak? Good. It's worked. The concoction that you've just ingested has stripped you of your free will. You will still retain full cognizance throughout, as you'll need to for the ritual to be effective, but you will have no control over your body. You are now my puppet. Let's begin, shall we? I'll just fetch the last vital piece of the spell, the energy vessel from which we both shall drink. And now, my friend, I shall free you. Here, take this knife. It is both a weapon and a tool, used to destroy and to separate neatly to destroy, and to divide. I give it to you now for you to use it as both. What we're doing here today is going to be a sacrifice, but perhaps not in the sense that you are assuming. Yes, this lamb is going to die, but that is not the focus of the ritual. Instead, it is your innocence that will be laid on the sacrificial altar. It used to be the deflowering of a virgin that was used for such a spell, but there are desperately few of those around these days. Now, by an adaptation of my own design, I will force you to kill. Killing used to be a practice carried out far more frequently in days gone by, but now in the age of convenience of supermarkets and closed-door slaughterhouses, the layperson is left innocent to these acts of day-to-day brutality and It's here that I saw my opportunity. I'm also hoping that the fact that you've been a lifelong vegetarian will serve to heighten the ritual's potency. What you lose today is a great sacrifice, and for that, I am truly grateful. Now stand, take the knife, and drive it into the lamb's throat. (laughs) Please, do not fight. All Mother, we give up this sacrifice of innocence lost to you. I beg you to accept it as you did the sacrifices of old. I hope that it is of equal worth to that what I am asking of you, to what I need. Please, All Mother, I only have one request. I ask you, beg you for your forgiveness. I have upset the balance thrown the equilibrium off kilter. I am plagued by misfortune and mishap at every minute of every day. It has become so significantly dangerous that I don't think I can last another week. Please spare me of this fate, All Mother. Return my innocence to me. I had had such great plans, an extensive series of minute changes that while small enough to not upset the balance, would steer the world back in our favor. I wanted to complete the work of my ill-fated ancestors whose intentions were pure but practice was inept. It was going to be beautiful. A new magic utopia. I just needed enough energy to fuel my rituals. It was only supposed to be a bloodletting Something I have carried out a great many times in the past. I didn't mean to kill her. Look into my heart. You must know that to be true, All Mother. How was I supposed to know she was a hemophiliac?
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Blood and Sacrifice was written by Matt Butcher, narrated by June Awatari. Edited by Carl Hughes and music by Darkside and Tom Robson. So you like short stories told in the medium of audio, eh? Well, come here, kid, because we've got something to show you. Something secret, something special. We've got stories you ain't heard before, and these aren't the stories you ever used to tell you. Nor are they the ones that we tell you. These are the other, other stories. So once a month, we put a secret, exclusive other story on our Patreon feed, and it's only available for our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash Cleaver. So if you want to get in a piece of that action, head over to patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver and pledge from as little as a quid. Speaking of which, we want to welcome our newest patron, J.M. Brian. Thank you so much for pledging. You help us do what we do, and we appreciate it so much. J.M. Bryan is also a great writer and a cartoonist in his own right, so go say hello to him over at Twitter at, at @JMBWrites. Until next time.